A dog barks when his master is attacked. I would be a coward if I saw that God's truth is attacked and yet would remain silent. John Calvin. Telling a woman that she can't be an elder is a nonsense rule. If they claim to be in the body, we let them have it. Donald Trump is going to win in 2020 by an absolute landslide. Christianizing the American dream. I said that you, uh, that, that many LDS folks and I uh, love the same Jesus. Uh, I still believe that. Sawing is a blessing from God to make you rich. Treating Jesus like a lottery ticket. The Lord spoke to my heart. Then very few times I've ever heard God be this articulate with me. And I'm telling you word for word, these words came into my heart. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Master's Dog episode 140. I'm your host, Norm the Master's Dog Dunham, aka the Evangelical Norm. The Master's Dog is a podcast that I do that deals with uh, false teachers, false doctrines, false prophets. If it's false and it's an attack on God's truth, like the quote, John Calvin quote at the beginning of the introduction video, I bark. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I also clear my throat at inopportune times, inappropriate times, at, at just the wrong time. I, uh, I started this podcast, it started out as a podcast called Faith and Beliefs Refuted. So I was simply responding to uh, LDS podcast called Saints Unscripted, formerly known as the Three Mormons. And they started a segment called Faith and Beliefs, where they initially went through the or the eleven, uh, the thirteen articles of faith, and uh, were kind of explaining those. And I wanted to respond to show how these things one didn't line up with Orthodox Christianity, and how if it seemed Christian, how the LDS Church does not really maintain those those beliefs. So after they finished the 13 Articles of Faith, they continued on with other issues of doctrine and history and so on. And I committed that I would respond to all of those videos, <clears throat> which I pretty much have. But then down the road, as I was seeing other things come up, false prophets and, you know, just really bad Christian uh you know, deconstructions and, and so on. I wanted to, to do more responding to everybody and not just making this a thing about Mormonism, which is a great thing in and of itself, but to expand. So that's how the master's dog was born. The quote from John Calvin gave it its name, and that's where it came from as I expanded to deal with all kinds of false teachers. So, um, which also led to probably my, my most popular uh, podcast that I do, the, and which is a segment of this podcast, The Master's Dog, called The False Teacher of the Week, which I do every Saturday morning. I give you a new false teacher and talk about why they are false teachers. So stay tuned for that in a couple of days. Um, with all that being said, uh, this week I want to talk about um, Pastor Greg Locke. So I've talked about him before, did an episode of False Teacher of the Week about him. Um, this is a guy that, that really kind of got famous uh, talking about Starbucks cups because apparently he was uh, irritated that, you know, Starbucks went from their Christmas cup to just the plain red cup and didn't put, uh, you know, Christmas stuff and didn't say Merry Christmas. And, and, you know, and again, I mean, there are a lot of Christians out there that get mad. Oh, they don't say Merry Christmas. Personally, I think if they're not a believer, they shouldn't be saying Merry Christmas because it's kind of a, you know, kind of using Christ's name in vain. Um, 
to say Merry Christmas when you don't believe in Jesus, you're not worshiping him, um, not uh, following him and just using it for commercial means. It's it's kind of a blasphemous thing. And so, you know, I don't have an issue, but that that's kind of where Greg got kind of began to gain notoriety then you know he's always been a social media guy youtube videos stuff like that that's where he he's kind of built up his his following um culminating when i did the uh the false teacher of the week about him he became one of the many uh what i call the false trump prophets uh proclaiming that trump was absolutely going to be in the oval office again he was going to be the president he was going to win by a landslide and blah 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 and i mean when you call him out on it they're like well he did win you know and they go through the whole issue of they stole the election and blah 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 okay you know what we can have that debate but the reality is there is a man in the Oval Office that is not Donald Trump. And if you made a, a prophecy saying that God told you that Donald Trump was going to win this election, well, one, you're either saying that God doesn't know the future, that the, this whole, the Democrats stole the election out from underneath God and he was absolutely surprised, which means you don't worship God. I mean, it's, that's not a God. Or you're questioning God's sovereignty. Because, you know, if God's sovereign and he intended for Trump to be in the White House, then Trump would be in the White House. But Biden is in the White House. So if we are going to, to acknowledge the fact that God is sovereign, Biden is there because God intended that to be. For whatever his reasons are, his ways are higher than my ways. I don't know. But again, so those things, all of those people, Kat Kerr, uh, I, I can't think of all the names at the moment, but um, Chris Valentin, who actually did come out and, and apologize for being wrong, Greg Locke, the list goes on and on of, of names of teachers of, who prophesied that. So, but now uh, Greg has gained a little bit of notoriety again in the last uh, week or so, um, a, Posted by uh, Hemet Meta, the, the friendly atheist on Pathios, um, who also has a, a false teacher of the week episode about him. You can go check that one out. Um, but he, he likes to post this stuff about when, when Christian pastors go bad. And I like to just remind him that um, these are false teachers. These are not truly Christian uh, teachers. These are, these are people who are deceived or are deceivers. But he went off on some rant about witches in his congregation, that there are witches in his church that have come there to destroy it. And apparently he got this information, their names and everything, from a demon. Now, I don't know if, I mean, they did this whole thing of book burning and spell books and stuff like that. He's kind of going down the road of, um, you know, obviously prophetic words are not working out for him. So now he's going down the road of deliverance. You know, he's got, you got to practice those gifts, right? Be naturally supernatural and so on. So if, if you can't make prophecies come true, if you can't get those right, then yeah, yeah, might as well try casting out a demon or two and see what that. So apparently, I mean, if that's, I couldn't find anything, uh, you know, stating where, or how this this interaction with this demon, just multiple articles that said he got the names of these witches from a demon. So what that 
situation was all about, I don't know. But I'm going to throw up the video here. It's a minute and a half. We'll kind of talk about it and respond to it as it goes. But it's just, again, it's just weird. I came out of this this Pentecostal movement. I've actually been in, engaged in uh, deliverance sessions, casting out demons. Um, even had some demons cast out of me. And as I look back on it, I'm like, what was that? Because it, it, it wasn't really demons and, and, and so what whole other situation. But uh, here is Greg Locke talking about the witches in his church. Maybe. Why is my video not coming up? Let's go. We got there first we go. and last names of six witches that are in our church. And you know what's strange? Three of you are in this room right now. All right, what is that? What What is this little dancing he's doing? Woohoo! There are witches in my church, and you're in this room right now. See, now, back in the... Uh, this is a cyclic thing in, in Christian churches. You see it go around, and it comes around, which is... I mean, I, I watch this video, and the first thing I think of is Jack Chick. And the tracks that he did. And now again, I don't think witches are good. I, I've had, I've, I was a Wiccan for a period of time myself. And I mean, I wouldn't read or watch Harry Potter for the longest time because of the reality. The reality is, is Nicholas Flamel was actually a real uh, live person alchemist who was trying to create this sorcerer's stone. Um, or the Philosopher's Stone, depending on where you are, but it was a, a Philosopher's Stone that was supposed to bring immortality to this man. And uh, so my issue was if you, you know, well, why do you like Lord of the Rings and not Harry Potter? Because if I look up Gandalf, I'm always going to get some kind of fantasy something or an, a big uh, winter storm that happened a few years ago. Um, but if I look up Harry Potter... If I look up Nicholas Flamel, if I look up the Sorcerer's Stone, I actually, the, the path it takes me on is to actual witchcraft, spellcasting, and so on. Now, I, I, you know, I've, I've eased up on that a bit. But again, this stuff goes around and around and around and around in the church. And I mean, it's, it's like every few years, oh, there are witches out there and we have to do something about them. There are witches out there and we have to do something about them. And so again, I was talking about Jack Chick. He would make these tracks that were just over the top, exaggerated, um, not necessarily true things to, to basically scare Christians into, I don't know what, I, I, I can't say, I don't want to say it was a call to violence, but it scare Christians into a witch hunt mentality um, that all these witches were actively worshiping Satan and blah, blah, blah. Where does the power of witchcraft come from? It comes from Satan. Yes. But, I mean, they're not actively engaging in any of these things and so on. So, um, that was my always my issue with Jack Chick. I mean, if you're going to make tracks, don't lie. Because, I mean, you're sinning to expose sin. And that's just not good. Um, again, I just talked about Jory Micah. And, and I did an episode of, of Jory Micah, Stupid Things She Says. Um, and as I'm looking at some of the tweets she does, I really feel like they're like fabricated stories. And as I watch this video, 
it feels to me, and again, this is my opinion. There's no way I can prove it, but I, I, I honestly, I have no doubt that everything that he is talking about here is fabricated. I've watched Pentecostal pastors do this over and over and over and over again. They either make up stories to be sermon illustrations and so on, or they plagiarize other people's stories to use them as their own. And that, that, that's, that is an often, uh, is a, 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 what's the word that I'm trying a frequent occurrence, um, of plagiarized stories. I mean, guys sell their stories online, you know, with, with sermons, uh, series that they sell to other churches. So the pastors don't actually have to study their Bible and actually look into this. Just going to put my cards on the table. I think everything that he's talking about from the witches being there, look into my eyes, the two in his, his wife's Bible study. I feel like this is all a made up story uh, in order to stir people up and to do what he did. And, and that's go viral with it. Three of you in the room right now. You better look in my eyeballs. We ain't afraid of you, you stinking witch. You devil-worshiping Satanist witch. We cast you out in the name of Jesus Christ. We break your spells. We break your curse. We got your first name. We got your last name. We even got an address for one of you. Okay, so now watch him as he's doing this. Again, why I think this is all made up. Nowhere at any point in time in this can you see where he's actually making any kind of eye contact with anybody. It's just like this gazing thing. Um, So honestly, I just don't think he... I think it's all made up. But here's the other thing. Okay, Greg, if you've got names, you've got an address, what is your intention? I mean, literally, are you planning to go... Salem witch trials and go snatch people out of their homes? What is the point of calling out that you have somebody's address as a witch? I mean, this is... I I would say it's fear tactics, but again, I don't think any of this is true. I think this is all made-up garbage for whatever reason that he's trying to... I don't know. I can't... I cannot at this point... Maybe if I was still... In that situation and a false teacher myself, which I was, I could comprehend why, but I can't, I cannot comprehend why any of this is going on other than the need to go viral, the need for some attention. Obviously he's not in the news cycle enough. His Trump prophecies didn't work and and so on. So he's got to get his name out there. I mean, why else would you have a, a, a huge book burning if, unless you knew it was going to cause up controversy, you know, this is the thing. I actually had conversations with pastors who had, you know, these, these things where their, their churches blew up and, and, and kind of went viral over something that was controversial. And they were like, any publicity is good publicity, right? They didn't care if people were saying that their name was in the news. So any publicity was good publicity. And I think that's where he's going with this. You so much as cough wrong, and I'll expose you in front of everybody in this tent, you stinking witch. You were sent to this church to destroy us. You were sent to this church to lure us in. You were sent to this church to cast spells. Listen, some of you been sick because you befriended that witch. Two of you in my wife's ladies' Bible study, and you know who you are, and we're going to ask you to get out. 
out. Okay, so again, some of you are sick because you befriended this witch. Okay, if you really care about your flock, and this is an absolute true thing, Paul tells us to mark those who cause division. Why don't you just call them out and escort them out of your church right now? What is the purpose of, of this secrecy and so on? Except for the fact that you're absolutely lying, Greg Glock. You are making this crap up. You know, two of them in your wife's Bible study. You, you, some of you are sick. I mean, really, are you? I mean, now you're not even, your, your scare tactics are against your own congregation. Not some made-up witch. Not some fantasy character. Your, your scare tactics, some of you are sick because you've befriended this witch. What kind of, I mean, I'm, I'm, this is, this is what gives credibility to the people like Jory Micah and Joe Lumen and these other people on the internet who make these, these statements about spiritual abuse. This is the garbage, and this, and I can't even call this man a Christian. He's an enemy of the cross. He's a false teacher. He's a, he's a, a heretic and a blasphemer. But he gives, he, this is why they think that in, in real Bible-believing, solid, healthy churches that there is spiritual abuse and they're able to go across the board because this is the garbage they see. You know, Hemet Meta is never going to post anything from, from my pastor's sermons. I mean, they, they post his tweets. They go viral as a call for modesty, an appropriate call for modesty. Right, that that one, but I mean, nothing in his sermons are ever going to be posted like this, because this guy is garbage. Well, I'll expose you in front of everybody. We got all six of their names. All six of them. Two of them had already been confirmed before that thing ever even said it. Before that thing ever said it. So two, he apparently had the two of them were confirmed before the demon that he was talking to, for whatever reason he was talking to a demon, told him the names of the other four and apparently confirmed these two. Again, I mean, this is so, this is, when I watch guys like this and, and the false teacher of the week I'm going to do this week, which is, I can't, I can't remember the dude's name. Now I need to find it. Let me. Let me just pull this up real quick. Let me find this dude. Um, dot, 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 dot. Where's my saved? Troy Brewer. That's going to be the false teacher of the week this week. But this guy, as I watch the things that he says, and I watch the things that Greg Locke does, and so on, it's like these people are literally playing make-believe. It's like Dungeons and Dragons behind a pulpit. It is role-playing. It is the stuff that I did when I was a kid, when we were out playing in the woods, uh, telling stories about uh, a demon ghost cat that was buried in an Indian burial ground. I made these things up. Okay. And, and to the point where, you know, the, the role play went beyond. I have scars on my arms that I did with a razor blade when I was young. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, well, don't say I need therapy, but I literally do. They're not as visible anymore. But trying to convince people that I ran into this ghost cat that I had made up. And I get the same vibe from these guys. 
he's up there playing make believe. He's 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 got himself a church and he's got himself a following, and now he has to do some stuff to maintain. You know what you win them with is what you got to keep them with. So you bring them in with 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 uh, prophecies and 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 supernatural stuff. You got to keep them with that. I mean, if you just bring people in with the gospel and preach that that sin is the wages of sin is death, that that there is a real hell and we are all destined there unless we repent and put our faith in Christ. And then if you if you bring them in with that. Then, then that's what you keep them with. You preach the Bible, you preach the word, you go line by line through every verse and it finds its basis in the gospel and you never have to get, uh, you know, eccentric and, and, and sensational like this. This is, this is men who cannot preach the gospel and they got to find something to, to tantalize the audience. First and last night, this chick is new to our church and don't know none of you. So you got a choice. You can leave with your spells all by yourself. Or I'll show up next Sunday with a stage full of brooms. And I'll give you one and I'll fly your tail up out of this place in the name of Jesus. But we ain't playing your spell casting, witchcraft, nonsense, sage burning games. Everybody okay? <laughs> witches are like, nope. <laughs> and your little dog, too. You're out, witch. So, again, I mean, I don't know how much more I can say about Greg Locke, and, and it's just amazing how many people are just, like, right there, ready and willing to, to support him and defend him. And, you know, every time I, I make a video about him or something, you know, it, it comes up and, and people come back and push back. And it's these this is how deceived some people are because they don't know the gospel. You know, again, in many of these churches, the gospel is a is a byproduct. It's it's a byline at the end of the sermon. It's Joel Osteen going, oh, and by the way, you know, if you're ready to give your life to Jesus. Right, just pray this prayer with you know. The, no, preach the gospel, people. Tell them about sin. Tell them what God did to save them from their sin. And then, if you go through the 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 Bible and you come across spiritual gifts, I'm not a cessationist. I believe in the continuation of gifts. I don't believe in them in the way that like Benny Hinn does and Todd Bentley and. <clears throat> obviously Greg Locke, I believe that the gifts continue. I believe that, that God still heals people, that sometimes God does give people some knowledge and so on. But again, one of the only places I've ever agreed with Mark Driscoll, that's why they're called miracles and not Wednesday. This is not, it doesn't happen all the time. <clears throat> we do not function in a naturally supernatural realm. You're not going around casting demons out of every single person. You're not lengthening the legs of every single person, which is just ridiculous. You know, and and 99% of the prophecy that is out there comes back as false. Or it's general enough that it, you're no different than uh, your, your typical Miss Cleo uh, fortune teller. Call me now, right? <clears throat> 
I know there's somebody out there that loves my Miss Cleo uh, impersonation. And then there's a whole lot of people that have absolutely no idea who I'm talking about. So, again, the gospel is what has to be preached. This stuff, again, if you want to talk about, I mean, God heals people. And I've seen it happen. I've, I've, I've prayed for people and, and had healings and seen that. But it's, I can't go in and, and clear out a hospital. So I believe that God still has the, the gifts of the Spirit are there, but they don't happen in the way that these charlatans and false teachers present them. So uh, there you go, guys. Greg Locks Wickshunt. I hope this was helpful to you guys. Uh, even if it was just a, a, a get this off my chest ventilation, uh, venting session, ventilation, venting session for me. Um, hopefully you, you got something out of it. So stay tuned. Uh, Wednesday uh, morning or Wednesday, Saturday morning. Uh, False Teacher of the Week coming up. Another Jory Micah episode. And I've got another Master's Dog episode uh, coming. And I might even, depending on how tired I am after I get off work, I might even have an episode of Unsolicited coming up with uh, Strack's new album, His Hype Man, Strack and Doctrinal. Um, yeah, I just drew a blank. The, the warm-ups precede the workouts is the name of the album. You can go pick it up uh, wherever you get your Christian hip-hop. I, I recommend Bandcamp. Go buy the album. Um, and so on. So stay tuned. Lots of stuff coming up Saturday and live on Facebook tomorrow. I'll be out at the abortion clinic, um, preaching the gospel again, as I do every Friday morning. So if you want to follow me on Facebook and Norm Dunham, um, you can jump in and, and watch the live video that'll be for the whole time I'm out there. I'm on Facebook live, um, just as a, a covering my own butt, uh, while we're there and, um, you know, join us as we pray, um, for abortion-minded moms to repent and put their faith in Christ. So thanks again for watching, guys. As always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until next time, Soli Deo Gloria.